0: Are you ready for some high adventure coming up next on the Mutual Audio Network?
1: The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance recommended. 1910 and the New West is dawning, bringing a future of telephones, cars, and new ways of doing But there still rides a man of the Old West. A lawman have to serve justice to those who need its help, and to those who deserve its sharp sword. That lawman is Richard Wade, U.S. Marshal. This time, it's The Death Trail, written for radio by Barry M. Putt, Jr. Good afternoon, Molly. Did a package from Colorado
0: Springs come for me today?
2: I'm sorry, Mr. Carr. It didn't.
0: Are you sure?
2: I'm positive.
0: Thank you for letting me know. It's a beautiful day, isn't it? Yes, it is. You're looking beautiful as well.
2: Thank you. (laughs) Certainly. Mr. Carr? Uh,
0: Charlie, please.
2: I feel more comfortable calling you Mr. Carr. All right. You've been coming in here and asking about that package for almost three weeks now.
0: Has it been that long?
2: Yes. Have you considered reaching out to the sender to make sure they put it in the mail?
0: Uh, No, I haven't.
2: It might be a good idea.
0: Thank you for the suggestion, Molly. Actually, I have to confess. I'm not expecting a package.
2: You're not?
0: No. I've been coming in here to see you.
2: Why? Uh,
0: Because... uh, I like you.
2: I'm flattered, Mr. Carr, but... I'm happy being single right now.
0: Well, you're missing out on some good things.
2: That may be, but I want to focus on my career.
0: Okay. I suppose I'll have to contain my expressions of admiration for you to kind hellos.
2: I think that would be best.
0: I appreciate your candor.
2: Certainly. Hello, Daddy. How's my girl? Good. The coins you ordered for your collection came in.
3: Wonderful. Let's see them.
2: Here you are.
3: They're beauts.
0: Genuine 18th century U.S. mint. Must be worth a nice sum, they are. I'll take those. Who are you? Shut up and hand them over.
4: I don't think so.
2: Hey, what are you doing? Daddy!
4: Why you? Open the tail, girl. Hand over the money.
2: There isn't any.
4: Don't play with me.
2: I'm not. You I.
4: Winch. Help. Help.
5: Marshal, I'm so glad I found you here.
6: Is everything all right, Emily?
5: Yes. I wanted to see when you'd be available for a thank you dinner in honor of all you've done for our town.
6: That's very kind of you.
5: I'm glad to do it. How about this Saturday at six?
6: Well, let me check my schedule. Good day, ma'am.
5: Nice to see you, deputy.
6: You too.
7: Marshal, the newspaper just came out. You have to see this. What is it? Right there on the front page.
6: The man they mention in this article sure has been wreaking havoc throughout the West. At least 14 victims since the summer. Assaults? No ma'am, murders. He's thought to be in Colorado now, down south in Haswell. He hit a post office there last week. Shot everyone in the place and made off with their money. It doesn't mention his name.
7: They don't know it yet. Why not? Because he's careful about what he says and he wears a disguise.
6: He has to be stopped. How? They they don't have any leads. We need to look into it. Let's start in Haswell. People there might know something. All right.
5: Am I correct in assuming that you won't be available on Saturday?
6: I'm sorry. Duty calls.
5: I understand. A- another time?
6: We'll plan something when I get back.
5: Okay. Be careful out there.
6: We'll do our best. Come on, Deputy.
8: What a haul!
4: <laughs> Those stupid hicks didn't know what hit him.
8: <laughs> my twitsies just love dancing and all this wonderful money.
4: Hey, there's more where that came from.
8: You're just my speed sweets. What do we do next?
4: Get back on the road and whip it into fast gear.
8: Woo! I can't wait!
6: Mr. Breton? Yes. I'm U.S. Marshal Richard Wade. This is my deputy, Jim Clayton. We'd like to ask you a few questions about the incident at the post office.
3: I don't want to think about that.
6: I understand, sir, but the more information we have, the better chance that we can catch the man behind all this. Oh, all right. What do you remember about him? He
3: had an accent. Western, I think.
6: I see. What was he wearing? A black mask, uh,
3: a black hat
6: in a black cape. What kind of gun did he have? It it happened so fast, I don't
3: remember. He killed my daughter. You have to catch him.
6: We'll do everything in our power to bring him in, sir. I promise you that. Rest now so you can get out of here soon and go home. I will. You have a good day now.
7: Do you really think someone at this hotel will be able to help?
6: We have to check every angle. Excuse me, sir, we're law enforcement. Has anything unusual happened here in the last few weeks?
0: Nothing comes to mind. Although, one patron did leave without paying. When was that? Two days ago.
6: Do you know their name?
0: Not offhand, but it should be in the registry. Here it is. See for yourself.
6: Greg Sanders. Has he stayed here before? Not to my knowledge. Look at the fancy curly cues in
7: his signature
6: certainly are unique. Was there anything about him that stood out?
0: I can't say. I never met him. The other clerk was on duty when he was here. Could we
6: talk to him? Unfortunately not. He was killed during a robbery at the post office. I see. Thank you. I'm sorry I can't be of assistance. That's all right. Good day. This is a tough one, Marshal. I'll say. At least we have a name now. Let's check out the nearby towns and see if anyone knows anything there.
4: ...and a cup of coffee. Got it. I'll put in your order. Thank you. Why are you talking like that? I don't want anyone to know what I really sound like. It's safer that way.
8: I gotcha. I sure am glad you sat at one of my tables when you came to the bar that night.
4: I was a lucky one to have you wait on me.
8: Thank God I'm done with that joint. It was a tough job.
4: After we hauled in enough money, we'll retire someplace real nice and have people wait on us for the rest of our lives.
8: Oh, I can't wait, sweets. I can't wait.
9: Please, let me stay.
0: I'm sorry, ma'am. You've had more than enough warnings. I have no choice but to evict you.
9: I don't have anywhere to
0: go. You should have thought about that before. You have your belongings. Be on your way. Excuse
6: me. My deputy and I are looking for a Julie Hudnall.
9: Yes? The delivery
6: owner told us you were a victim of a criminal that we're searching for.
9: Yes. It was a horrible experience.
0: I'm handling that case, Marshal.
6: I appreciate that, Sheriff. But we're with the federal government.
0: You feds think you can take over everything.
6: Sorry you feel that way. It's not true. These crimes are on a larger scale than you think. We have some important matters we need to
0: discuss with her. Fine. If you need anything, my office is down the street.
6: Thank you. Ma'am, could you tell me what happened?
9: Well, um, a few days ago my father hired a day worker to help around the house. Uh, somehow he found my father's safe and forced him to open it.
7: What was inside?
9: his life savings over $1,300. As soon as the safe was open, he killed my father. He would have killed me too if I hadn't hit the closet.
6: Quick thinking. If your father had so much money, why were you evicted?
9: He was rather eccentric. He owned the house outright, but refused to pay the taxes on it for years. I tried to tell him that he needed to, but he wouldn't hear of it. He wanted to save the money for me as a nest egg. The sad thing is, the tax debt is more money than the house is worth now. He's gone, and I'm stranded.
7: Do you have any family?
9: An aunt up north, but we lost touch years ago.
6: Do you know her address?
9: Only the name of the town she lives in.
6: Well, that should be enough for the telegraph office to find her. We'll give you some money to reach out to her.
9: Thank you, Marshal.
6: Do you know the killer's name?
9: Ross Little is the name he gave us.
6: Did he live in the house with you?
9: No. He was staying at Tillmax's boarding house. It's an inexpensive place on the edge of town.
6: Thank you, Miss Hudnall.
8: Yeah, I know him. He's a sly sucker. Always taking too much food at mealtimes and trying to sell whatever he can't eat.
6: Did he sign a boarding house agreement? Of
8: course. What kind of place do you think I run? All right. It's somewhere in that pile
6: there. Hmm... Ooh, here it is. Look at his signature. It has the same curlicues in it that Glenn Souter's signature had. Yeah. Maybe he's using an alias. Ma'am, where is he now?
8: I ain't seen him in a couple of days. He's paid up till end of the week, though. He'll be back.
6: <laughs> Not for a while.
8: Why do you say that, Dixie? Here's the rent, ma'am. Thank you. Because you lent him your automobile. Don't you remember? I didn't lend him anything. That's what he told me when I saw him and that frilly dame drive off in it a couple days ago. What? That better not be true. Where are you going,
7: ma'am? Let's follow her.
6: That flatulent pig stealing from me? What kind of automobile was it? A
8: brand a new shocked roadster. I've only driven twice.
6: Sorry about that. Miss Dixie, do you know where he was heading? I saw him take the north road. Court's bent. We'll do all we can to find the automobile, ma'am.
8: You better. I want that turd doing hard labor the rest of his life over this. You hear me?
6: We do, ma'am. If you'll excuse us, we'll get right after him.
8: Hurry!
2: Hurry!
6: How much further is it to Bennett? According to the map, about 10 miles.
7: Good. Miss Tillemax sure was unhappy. I would be too. I'm surprised someone in such a small town like that would have an automobile.
6: They're becoming popular.
7: I guess so. Hey, there's some marks in the dirt there.
6: Let's take a closer look. I think they're tire tracks. They go up to the edge of the road here and then disappear into the grass. Do you think they drove off the road? It's possible, but the incline down to those trees is steep. Do you want to keep going? I want to check the bottom of that incline first. Okay. Oh, Ah. Oh. whoa, whoa, whoa. Easy there, deputy. Take (laughs) it slow. I'm trying. I can see something in between the trees. What is it? I'm not close enough to make it out yet. It's a tire. No, an entire automobile. On its side. Must have skidded off the road and tumbled down here. Anyone in it? Doesn't look like it. It's banged up real bad. If someone was inside, they must be hurt.
7: I've never seen anything like this before.
6: Yeah, let's move on to Bennett and see what we can find out there. The town is coming up on the horizon, sir. Looks like a nice place.
7: I hope they can help us.
6: So do I.
7: I don't understand what would make someone go on such a rampage.
6: I don't either, Jim. Hopefully in the course of things we'll find out. Now let's pick up some speed. Good afternoon, sir. Nice story you have here. Thank you. What can I do for you, Marshal, Deputy? We're just passing through. Do you get many visitors? Once in a while. Don't nobody come in that don't rave about my wife's pecan pie, though? Really? That's my favorite. Would you like some? Sure. I'll have a piece, too. I'm happy to oblige. That'll be ten cents each. Thank you. Has anyone with injuries come through town lately? There was a farmer who cut his leg pretty bad last summer. That's the last injury I can think of. Sounds like a safe town. It is. Why do you ask? We saw a banged-up automobile near the road outside of town and thought the driver might have come here. Nah. Did you hear about that nut that's out there? We're trying to stop him. Well, I hope you do. Is there anyone in town that would be good to talk to? You might try Dr. Gladine. He lives down this road a piece. He's your best bet. I appreciate it. Mmm, good pie. Thank you. Barney over at the general store is right. There haven't been any injuries or need for a doctor in these parts for some time. It makes making a living tough for a doctor. Why do you stay on here? I grew up in this town. It's full of good people. Someone needs to take care of them. That's very commendable. Yeah, You might want to try the hospital over in Aurora. They have a good deal of activity there. Thank you. We will.
7: The hospital was a
6: dead end. It was worth a shot. It's almost two. Let's get something to eat. All right. Mm. Hey, watch it! Sorry, sir. Let me help you pick up your packages. Here you go. You look familiar. I'm not from around here. So? I I really am sorry. Leave me be. Have a good day. Mm
7: -hmm. Come on, Marshal. There's a tavern over there that looks good.
8: Where'd you get those clothes?
4: It was time for something new for the both of us.
8: Silk. Nice.
4: (sighs) How's your shoulder?
8: Oh, it aches something awful. Uh,
4: I ain't doing much better.
8: You should have had your leg checked. I don't know how you're walking, the way that roadster twisted it when it went out of control.
4: It's too risky. I'll manage. How much do we have?
8: Six thousand, one hundred, and twenty-four glorious dollars.
4: We're getting there.
8: We've arrived, hun. we
4: We're not stopping till we reach twenty-five thousand
8: what are you talking about?
4: You heard me. Pack your things. We gotta move.
8: Did something happen after you robbed that store?
4: Yeah. I bumped into the trash that had me arrested.
8: The man that sent you up for ten years?
4: He's here. In town.
8: We are so close to settling down.
4: I ain't settling nowhere till we reach 25 thou and I finish him off.
8: Nah, Bay. We can have a good life with what we already have.
4: Don't tell me what to do. Gather your things, we're leaving. That place had good food.
7: Too much, if you ask me. You
6: didn't have to bring yours with
7: you. I thought I could finish it on the way back to the hotel, but I've had enough.
6: There's a waste bin up ahead. You can put it in there.
7: Oh, good. Hey, Marshall, look at these. What? A cape.
6: A mask? Those are similar to what people said he wore. I think we're getting close. Let's go back to the hotel and sort through what we have. Put the clothes on the table. Okay. So, what do we know?
7: He stole money and killed
6: people. Right, and he was in a car accident. Probably uses aliases and he wears disguises.
7: Finding those clothes
6: means he's here. Why would he get rid of them? I don't know. Maybe we need to look at this in a different way. Where's that map? Here. Open it. Put a circle around Haswell. Or Day. Bennett. Aurora, too. Draw a line between them. There. Hmm. They're all in the same basic area. What do they have in common? Each had something valuable in it. Are there any towns close by with valuable things in them? Uh, What about Gilchrist? People there have a lot of money. The most in this part of the state. Let's pack up and head over there.
9: I trust your stay was good, Marshal?
6: The rooms were nice, but we weren't able to find the man we were looking for.
9: The one that's been stealing and killing?
6: Yes. We think he's in Gilcrest.
9: One of our patrons just heard that he stole a manufacturing firm's receipts there, then killed the manager and took off. When did this happen? A few hours ago.
6: Jim, Lyons isn't far from there. Oh no. We have to get home.
9: Your total is 585. Thank you.
6: Let's go.
7: I'm glad we're finally
6: back in town. So am I. Something doesn't seem right. I've never seen the streets so deserted. They are rather empty. I just saw someone go into the
7: barbershop down there.
6: Let's stop in. Hey, Scotty. How's the best barber in town doing?
0: Howdy, Marshall. I'm the only barber in town. I know.
6: That's why you're the best.
0: (laughs) Very funny. What can I do for you?
6: Do you know why the streets are so deserted?
4: Word has it. If some crazed man is attacking people in these parts, everyone's staying home to be safe.
6: I see. If anyone stops by, let him know my deputy and I are on it. So no one needs to worry. We'll do. Come on, Jim. Let's stake out the town so we're ready if he comes.
7: Morning, Marshal. No sign of him on the east side of town last night.
6: There was no movement over here either. Maybe he isn't coming this way. It's best to be ready, just in case. I'm gonna check the streets around town. Keep watch here while I'm gone. Yes, sir. How do, Miss Emily?
5: Marshall, I'm glad you're back.
6: My deputy and I are glad to be here.
5: Are the rumors true?
6: We're looking into them.
8: Toots, is this joint the only place to shop in town? There's a market on 3rd Avenue. You mean that one-room shack? It's 900 square feet of goods. That ain't impressive. This town sure is a hole in the wall.
6: She sure was something.
8: Yeah, I've never seen her before.
6: Neither have I.
5: About the dinner.
7: Marshall, there's some commotion over on High Street.
6: What's it all about?
7: I'm not sure, but someone's being held captive.
6: Go inside, Emily, and lock your doors.
7: I will.
4: Come on, Jim. Back in the corner, lady, and face away from me.
3: You have our money. Now, please go.
4: That's far enough, you. Out of my way.
6: You're not going anywhere.
3: <clears throat> <clears throat>
6: Take off that disguise. <clears throat> uh, Marshal! are you okay? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Mrs. Armstrong, how are you doing over there? I'm fine. Can we borrow a couple of the horses you have outside? Yes, sir. Thank you. Come on, deputy. I don't see him anywhere out in front of us. There's some faint dust kicking up over to the east. Oh, yeah. There's a horse way out there. Good eye, Marshal. Come on. We lost him. Over there. His horse is limping now. He's headed towards the old Buckner place. Let's get over there.
7: This house sure is run down.
6: Yeah, I don't see his horse anywhere. Maybe he kept going. It's possible. Hey, you in there. Come out here. Now. Nothing. You have one more chance to come out. All right, let's go in. This place is in shambles. Hmm. Look in that room, Jim. I'll check this one.
7: I couldn't find anyone, sir.
6: Me either. Let's check upstairs. Be as quiet as you can. Yes, sir. There's a lot of rooms up here. Let's start with this one. It's entirely empty, not even a chair. This is just a closet. It won't budge. Let me try. Here, give me a hand. Again. That's it. There's nothing in here but a bed. No one is under it. What was that? It sounded like it came from above us. Let's go out into the hall. That door down there is the only one we haven't tried. It must go up into the attic. We know you're up there in the attic. Open this door. It's not gonna end well for you if you don't come down here right now.
4: You might have taken me before, but you ain't doing it this time. What's he talking about? I'm not sure. Do we know you? Do cattle rustlers sound familiar? No. 10 years ago, you sent me to prison for it. Were you one of them? Yeah. What do
6: cattle rustlers have to do with it? That was one of my first cases as well. Hey, you! Ease up on the gunfire! You ruined me! You were destroying people's livelihoods. That wasn't right. Those ranches had more than their share. That's not for you to say. This is. Oh, I almost got hit. I won't
4: stop until I take both of you down.
6: Jim, see that cluster of bullet holes in the ceiling down there? Yes walk over to the other side of it. When I signal, we'll shoot up into that area and surround him with bullets. All right. Oh! What the?
8: I'll kill you myself before I let you hurt him.
3: G- get off! Marshall! Oh, me! Oh, 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 oh.
6: Thank you, deputy. Help me get her up against the wall.
8: I'm going to claw your eyes out.
6: Hold her hands behind her back.
8: Let me go!
6: There. Keep a tight hold on her. I will, sir. Leave her alone. It's too late for that. Come down here. You're a dead man. What now? I have to get up there. The door still won't budge. There, that did it. This is your last chance to come down here, alright?
3: Where are you? Why you son of a- Chris? Marshall, are you alright?
6: Yeah, we need to get him to a doctor fast. I'm glad it's over, Marshal. So am I, Mrs. Armstrong.
5: Did Dr. Porter give you a report on his condition?
6: Yes, he'll pull through. The doc got him to reveal his real name, too. What is it? Chris Barnes. I see.
3: I am glad his rampage is over.
6: So am I. The court will make sure he doesn't see the light of day again. The lady he was with will do some time, too.
5: I'm proud of you and the deputy, Marshal. You have the courage of ten men. Thank you. I'd still like to make you that thank you dinner.
6: That would be nice.
5: Are you available? On... Marshal,
7: come on over here. They want to take our picture for the paper. Sure. Marshal, we were... Get a little closer together. That's it. Hold still now. Perfect. Can I ask you some questions for my article? Certainly.
6: How did you manage to take Barnes down? It took strategy, skill, and a bit of luck. I couldn't have done it without my deputy. Thank you, sir. Were you afraid? There wasn't time to think about that. We're fortunate to have the both of you in Lyons. Defending this land means a lot to us. It certainly does. Mrs. Armstrong. Yes, sir. A round of sarsaparilla for everyone. On me. All right. Grab a class, everyone. Here's to justice in this town, the state, and this nation.
4: Here, here.
1: That's some good sarsaparilla.
7: It sure is.
1: This was Richard Wade, U.S. Marshal, written by Barry M. Putt Jr., starring Reed Thompson as Marshal Richard Wade, Bob Helling as Deputy Jim Clayton. Also in the cast were Claudia Cimini as Connie Armstrong, Kelly Viston as Emily Hobart, Travis Remy as Chris Barnes, Laura Corliss as Ruby, Paul Bartomioli as Polly's father. Other parts played by Nathaniel Fleming, Mary Chase, Ingrid Sinai Baran, Greg Sweet, Dave Johnson, Nathan Spring, Jeannie Falk, William Mask, Celeste Fiorillo, Joseph McGuire, and Laura Hale. I'm your announcer, Ryan Barker. Sound design and dialogue editing, Jay Charles. Produced by Joseph C. McGuire. Recorded in partnership at KSVR Studios in Mount Vernon. With financial support from Kim Abbey, members of the RTP Repertory Company, and Soundly, the sound effects platform. This is a Radio Theater Project presentation.